Yeah, mate, it's been a bit of a discussion because uh, it's still really the um, the same. It goes from December to November, but it's still the fourth Sunday after the Melbourne Cup. Um, it's just that uh, even uh, friends and relatives that uh, that go down every year have said to me, oh, we booked in for the first weekend in in December. And I said, well, you'll miss it by a week because it's a... It uh, fluctuates back between the end of November and December, so yeah, definitely, uh, definitely the 29th of November. But it was um, the fourth Sunday after the Melbourne Cup was always a a week after the end of the Spring Carnival. Ballarat Cup sort of saw it, sees the end of it, and then that's that's it. So we've uh, we've graduated to being part of the Spring Carnival, which is a, a huge wrap, yeah. And again, a host of qualifiers. Now, there are just as many or more qualifiers. There are eight races starting at Wagga Wagga in August and then even in New Zealand as well and Mount Gambia, Gawler, uh, Mooney Valley, the ACT. And uh, if the Connections want their horse to nominate and accept, they will get a start. So is that the same procedure you had last year going into the race? or? Yeah, we've got one extra um, Kiwi race. Uh, in the first, in the first Jericho Cup, it was just for horses that graduated in races in Australia. But, you know, the, the very word Anzac includes New Zealand, doesn't it? So we always had New Zealand bred horses, but didn't have a New Zealand race. Then the second year, so New Plymouth, um, you know, a couple hundred Ks out of Auckland, they had a, a race last year. And then, uh, this year, Christchurch, uh, which is Rickett and Park, they're putting a race on. So the Kiwis are very, uh, um, yeah, they're really pumped up about the whole deal because um, I think they've got probably more stayers than, than we got, so they've got a chance of winning it. And uh, last year, New Zealand Air Freight sponsored the the one in New Plymouth, and uh, the, their sponsorship was a free flight over for the winner. So it just sort of guaranteed a a start. So I'm, I'm not sure whether they're doing it also for the one in, in Christchurch, but. Uh, it was a, a case of where a sponsorship got an instant result because the horse that ran second in the qualifier, in the uh, guaranteed start race, he paid to come over himself. He was trained by uh, by Bone Crusher's strapper. And of course, um, it's it's Australasian bred. I should say in those races, the qualifier. So it's the first across the line that's an Australasian bred, which we hope will be most of the field anyway. But that's that's a criteria, of course. Yeah, that's right. Even the guaranteed start race. Yeah, in the guaranteed start race, if you happen to have a, uh, an imported horse win, well, the second guy gets the guaranteed start. And in every other race that's not a guaranteed start race that's 3,000 metres or more, there's three two and one points for the, the first three Australasian bred horses over the line. So, um, yeah, and those points will, will uh, be used to make up the last six runners in the race, should all the, now all the, all the people that win qualifying races are not gonna, well, you wouldn't think all of them will make it there, some will break down, some will, you know, just won't be right off their top. So, so we, we, I think we've, this year we've had about four or five guaranteed start horses in the race, and, uh, the rest were made up by, uh, the ones with leading points. <clears throat> and then after that, we sort of, we have a constellation, which is all the horses that, that don't make it in. And that's got a boost in prize money, I believe, as well? Yeah, yeah, that's gone up from uh, 40000 to 60000 Wow. Plus, um, plus the 20000 bobus um, bonus gold bonus. And also you've got the, the bonus of 
the winner of that race is a guarantee, the first guaranteed start race for next year. So, so uh, it's a good consolation prize. And uh, <clears throat> we really want to make sure that race is actually run, get enough entrance into it and accept us. So it's you know, putting pressure on people uh, to, to get... You know, get better horses in the race, plus a bit of a consolation for those that don't make it. That, you know, they've set their horses for the race and they dip out. Well, it's a bit of a consolation prize and the fact that you're a guaranteed star. You have to worry about next year you're in. And one other aspect, uh, I guess, and we cross fingers things uh, hopefully are still okay, but... Um of course, as we know, the, the Bull Carnival, no one could go and enjoy a, a, a few days and stay in a motel and, uh, and go to the races. But you're so far down the end of this year that hopefully by then people will be well and truly able to book and provide money to the economy of the Bull area and go to the races as well. Because part of the Jericho Cup that makes it such a great day is all of the fanfare and the ceremony you do with the parading and so on so as i said i don't know what the future holds but we're hoping that will take place obviously tv still provides some sort of a a coverage but there's nothing like being on track to see that so that hopefully will be all as normal yeah yeah it'd be, be tragic to not be able to get people there but you've got to, if it happens well it happens but uh with the the acceptance speech of the winner last year the um the owner it was one for the ages, feeling it was just fantastic. He was, um, he'd had a had a scissor here in that in share in Nature Strip, and two weeks earlier, three weeks earlier, he, they'd won a two million dollar Group One race at Flemington, and uh, he said this race up there was my greatest thrills in racing, <laughs> and uh, he said it was an honour and a privilege to be able to come here and win the race, and that's a blaze. He came out and uh, um, won the the, uh, the Grand Annual. And, and and I think they're, they're, they've got dreams to put him in the Melbourne Cup this year if they get a run. So. Wow, it's amazing, the stories. And just finally, I mean, you had a nomination for one of the categories of the CRV Awards. You're also given, though, a um, a special award on the night. It, it is quite hard to comprehend uh, how quickly things have happened for this uh, race only from a few years' start. Yeah, that's, that's what I said to my wife the other night. You know, this, this horse, this race has become a... A time-honoured event after two years. That's a very good line. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's um, so many people say, "Oh, they'll, they'll win a race." Yeah, he said for the Jerry Go Cup. One. It's a good name. Now it's sort of something people you hear it once and you remember it. You know, it's not. Uh, and, and, and yeah, every about every week or so, there's someone you know got a got a runner that they they're hoping to qualify. And again, it's it's just ordinary horses. You know, they, they, there's no. No champions among them. It gives all the ordinary horses a chance to, you know, to win something great, and that is based on celebrating Australia's history. So. You might be underselling that because uh, they might be ordinary horses in your view, but once they win the Jericho Cup, they don't get any uh, ordinary coverage. There's certainly a lot of uh, promotion, and well done. Great to know it's locked in, and many months ahead of promotion and talking about it. But uh, great to relay the news that uh, Jericho Cup locked in for 29th of November. Hey, thanks for taking the call, Bill. All the best going forward. Yeah, Andrew, thank you very much for your interest, mate.